Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello guys and welcome back to Real Girls Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, we got a guest. Misha Grimes. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Are you happy to be you. here? I am. Second time lucky. Second not- oh yeah, guys. Of course. <laughs> so we actually um we well, I no, was we, not we, no, yeah. just Millie. It was me. something I would do, so I can't even complain. I I booked the wrong time. So I booked nine fifth nine thirty PM, so nine thirty AM. Yeah. And so we came here at nine thirty AM. We realised at the time we were like, shit. Mm. And so now, but we're here. It's fine. It's we're the here. same day. It's not a few it's, hours yeah. later. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. We're all good. So um Misha, yes. I I googled you, <laughs> and you know what? Because I don't know how to introduce guests, so I usually I, I like ask you how to introduce yourself, like you know, and what you do and whatever. But I, no I saw this bio on no Google. No found bio of me. Really <laughs> Shall I read it? Shall yes, I read it? Please. Okay. No, I'm scared. YouTube sensation oh. Misha Grimes is a major personality on in the online world. Hey, can I ask where this was from? <laughs> Um, posting videos about fashion, lifestyle, and beauty. Misha's channel has taken off. Her charming ways have ensured a lively and loyal following. Interacting with her fans on a regular basis, Misha shares her journey constantly. Would you say that's accurate? Uh, I think somewhat. I feel like Uh pre-COVID, all my channel was about was like fashion and like beauty and stuff like that. Whereas now I think it's a lot more diverse as like yeah, lives have changed a lot. That. So like, I wouldn't call myself a fashion influencer. I'd call myself a lifestyle influencer now. Okay. Whereas when I started, it was like fashion, fashion, fashion. Yeah. Like, hoo, 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 hoo. Whereas, when, when did you start? Oh my God, like five years ago. Yeah, see, this is like, I wait, feel, how old were you? So it was just before my 18th birthday. Yeah. That I st- I upload I started uploading in January when I was seventeen, and then my eighteenth birthday was in February. So it's been like what like right. five and a half years now. So wow! It freaks me out. You were showing me pictures of you <laughs> like when you're in your younger days. No, don't. And you really have changed a lot. I feel. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I feel like you look back at yourself. Yeah. And you can see yourself in it, but then also you're like, sorry, who was that person? Yeah, no, I so agree. No, that's like me for sure. Yeah. But I actually don't, like, do you identify with younger self? To be fair, I actually do in some respects, Mm. but in other ways, for like a certain few years of my life, I feel like I just wasn't even the same human that yeah, I am yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. or the human that I was before. Yeah. Like, I feel like I had like a few years where I just kind of lost myself yeah. in Ooh, everything. Yeah. God. Um. Anyway, we haven't even started with our fop and fly. Oh. So let's just, cause that's what we do. Yeah. Here on Real Girls Radio. So, would you like to go first with the flop? I mean, let's go for it. I'm actually reading a book right now. Uh-huh. And in it, they have your, it's like your sweet and something else. So it's like another word for flop and fly. Oh, sweet and sour. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, oh my God, how funny that you do that and the book that I was reading at the very moment. Um, it is my idea. Yeah. I can't say I've taken it from that book. Trademark. They've taken it from me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the book by Colleen Hoover that was written in like 2013. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she got in sprayed before she even started social media. She just read my mind. <laughs> she did. Um, okay, so to not lower the tone, but I feel like flop is probably an obvious one. Like the queen died yesterday. Oh God, yeah. It's just so sad. And like, I feel like no matter what you think about the royal family, like it's not nice no. that someone has passed away. Like that's someone's grandma, that's someone's mum. Like it's so sad. She did literally feel like a grandma. Yeah, and I feel like even though like I haven't really followed the royal family that much, like she just seems like a really sweet old lady. I know, she seemed really cute. Really cute. So like that's, I feel like there's just like a sad song. Yeah, yeah, very. Everywhere. Yeah. So that was my flop. And then what was it, flip? A no. fly. <laughs> Flip, flop, flip, flip, flop, fly, flop. My fly, so my mum actually went on, this doesn't really like Ooh. matter, like it's not my fly, yeah. but I'm gonna use it anyway, um, because it makes me happy. So my mum went on like her first girl's holiday 
since probably like before I was born and she had a really good time oh and God. genuinely it made me want to like cry with happiness. What babe? I know, bless her, she went to Ibiza. Wow, oh is she like a party queen? No, she, no. Doesn't, she doesn't drink. Wow. Yeah, they went out to dinners. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, so no, like, there was no vibe. like high. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awful. Clubbing. None of that. Sort of vibe. Yeah, no. Yeah. But God, your mum seems like such a cool girl. Oh, she is. No, she's. she's so oh, you would love her. <gasps> so when I was googling, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I came across like pageant pictures, which yeah. we will be talking about. Yeah. I hope that's okay. Of course. We're gonna be talking about that. And I saw your mum did it as well. Mm-hmm. So did you do it together? So this is where I feel like a lot of people probably have this assumption of like, my mum forced me into pageants, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, but yeah, actually yeah. I'd been doing them for maybe like three years when I forced her into doing it. And I was like, there's other mother and daughters that do it. Like we should do it together. So then she did it for maybe like two or three years. So you go on stage together? No, no, absolutely oh, right. not. I'm in the team, she's in the missus. Right, the missus. There's no, there's no competition between each other. Uh-huh. They're completely different entities. Okay. Different days. Different competitions. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like a nice thing to do together. Practicing together, do you practice? To be fair, we probably used, oh, it makes me cringe. <gasps> oh my God, no, I wanna hear all about it. I wanna hear all about it. No, but we used to like, basically what you do is like rent out like a room in like the gym, you know, like the studio in the gym. Yeah. And then you just like bring oh, your heels yes. and oh. you just like strut around and practice. So it's kind of like, like what I'm imagining is like, you know, people do bikini comps and they get the heels on. You're probably similar. Studio, yeah. Pose. But like less, I don't know what the term is, but I just feel like they're more almost like polished, I would say. Oh. Like I feel like when I see videos of bikini comps, like, they're very like structured posing and stuff like that. Whereas it's not like that. So I would like my assumption of pageants, which is very stereotypical is that it's very like perfect. That's what I've always assumed. See, this is the thing. I grew up in pageants. I competed since I was 13 till I was 18. Wow. And before any of it, I probably would have had that idea of them as well. Yeah. But having gone through it and like seeing how much the industry has like grown as well. Like it's not like that at all. And it's so difficult because the amount of times you can say to people, it's not like that, it's not like that. But I'm very aware that like I fit a stereotype. Like I'm a blonde mm, girl. Yeah, like So it's difficult for me to be like, it's not like that. It's not all about stereotypes. Right. But also I competed for five years for a title that I wanted. Yeah. So like, it's not as if it was just like, oh. There you so did go. you get it? Eventually, yeah, we got wow. there. Wow! Oh my God, what was the title? So, oh my God, it literally feels like a lifetime. Like, it feels like- Like a, a different this person. Is, this is when I'm like, it feels yeah. like a different person. Um, so, I competed in Miss Teen Galaxy England, which I won. Then we went to wow. America for the internationals. And then I won Miss Teen Galaxy International. So what does that actually mean? Galaxy as in, in the world? It's, the thing is, obviously they just have like their name. Okay. Like it's not as if they actually like own the galaxy or like so, you're the best yeah, yeah, in the yeah. galaxy. Yeah. Or, like <laughs> I can't say that. Um, so it was just that competition. And that was one that was, that was really good in the UK. So I wanted to do the UK and like, it's probably, I would say the best teen pageant in the UK, right. which is why I was like, okay, it's the best. I'm gonna have to win it. And do I'm gonna it. win it, and, and you did it. Yeah. So, do you win money? Some you do. Mm. If you go to the internationals, you normally don't. But I won a previous pageant, and I think I won like a grand. Okay. But obviously, they cost a lot of money to enter. Oh, you have like, to pay to enter. So you've got to pay to enter. Oh, wow, there's so much to this. You've got to pay for dresses, oh. outfits, if you want hair and makeup done. Wow. Obviously, like, if you need to get your roots retouched before yeah. you go. Like, nails fake done. tan, nails done. Like, it's not a cheap hobby. It's not a cheap hobby. I will tell you that right now. Would you say, like, you know, so say like in bikini comps or whatever. Uh-huh. All I'm, I know it's not comparable, but like- No, but I get it. Like it in my brain. I normally use Todd's and Tiara's as an example. Oh which is yeah. probably so much worse. I haven't so watched that. I haven't watched it is quite interesting. But I have seen the little clips on like TikTok <laughs> and stuff. Isn't that where that um, honey boo boo child comes yes. from? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That's how I know it, that's how yes. I know it. Anyway, um, so yeah, with, with like, with these pageants, are you allowed to enter if you've got like filler in your face or something? Or is it as all like far natural? as I'm aware, 
I've never seen a rule that's like, if you've got filler, you can't enter. So is it about, is it, do they judge you on your looks or do they judge you? That's the thing, no, because, oh. so it's like split into like categories. Yeah. And each category is a different percentage of your score. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it used to be swimwear, but they no longer do swimwear for teens. Mostly, because like Miss Teen USA, is probably the biggest team pageant, but that's only in the US. Right. They don't do swimwear anymore. Right. Um, and so it used to be swimwear, fashion wear, uh-huh. which was basically just like a short dress, like a like a fun little, you know, little party moment. Yeah, I love that. And then evening wear, and then interview. interview. So interview was a big part of it. And then like you do like appearances before and like, it was kind of, when I think back to what I used to do, like make public appearances, like I have my little sash and all that stuff. Like mm. it's kind of like OG influencing. Cause you're like posting, I was posting on Facebook, every event that I was really? doing, like I was having photo shoots, I was posting them on Facebook. Oh, I, can see. I feel like that was like the practice run yeah. for me to now be in this job. Wow. It's pretty weird. So you kind of like, you were always destined to do what you're doing today. Do you think? I don't, I can't see myself or I couldn't have seen myself doing anything else, but I also didn't start it thinking it was a job. Like I had no clue. As in social media? Yeah. I li- yeah, 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 yeah. Literally like. It was just like a side hustle, side hobby. It was just like a, oh my God, I'm really overly talkative. Oh my yeah. God, I love being in front of the camera. Oh my God, I love watching Zoella's videos. I want to do something like that. So then I just uploaded and then here we are five and a half years later. And do you think like your pageant experience has affected your social media experience in the sense that like you're maybe like less caring about what people think of you or more caring about what people think of you? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, My dad was very much like, I don't really care for you to do pageants. Like it wouldn't be my choice, but you do what you want. And then after I finished all of it, mm-hmm. he was like, actually, I think it was one of the best things you ever did. Oh. He was like, because honestly, it's made you so much stronger. Like, I, I don't wow. care. I didn't care because obviously you'd like to think everyone's delightful. Everyone's lovely. Everyone's yes. friendly. But that's not the way of the world. Sorry, put 50 girls that all want the same title in a room together. Yeah. You're going to get some bitchiness. You're going to get a lot of bitchiness. Like, sorry, you'd even get it with like influencers. You'd even get it with like any job. I'm sorry, but a massive group of girls is always going to cause some well, sort of problem. I went to an all girls school, and I've same. Did you Same. Yeah. Mm. Again, I think that. Pre- I think we've got s- yeah, thick skin. Mm-hmm. Thick Such skin. Thick that. skin. Agreed. Because you're not you're, like that is probably the the epitome of mm-hmm. bitchiness. Would you send your kid to an all girls school? If you had, I don't think I would. Am I crazy that I always <gasps> said that you? I would? Jake is I like absolutely know. not. But I think it's just because I'm like, well, yeah, it might have been very difficult and I might have had struggles, yeah. but I feel like it prepped me for the world. Oh, see, I don't think it did. Because, I mean, maybe it did. I think it made me do really well in school. Uh-huh, agreed. Because I didn't get distract- distracted by guys and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I also think I was a bit like, like, I don't know, what's the word? Like if I saw a guy group, I'd be a bit more nervous around. Yeah, them. I get. Like you. I wasn't no, used to that guy uh, attention. And stuff. Yeah, we weren't comfortable, we weren't comfortable around guys. Like yeah. I remember seeing like, if we thought that the guys were gonna be there, we'd all like put makeup on. And yeah, and be like blah. Oh but then all the people that had been going to the same school as these guys for like five years. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But to us, it was obviously a massive deal. Yeah. So that there's like pros and cons, I think. Yeah, I don't disagree. Would you send your child to pageants then, if it's like still around, like your children? Yes and no. If they saw photos of me when they were of a certain age, mm-hmm. I'd say like maybe like 15, 16, and they desperately wanted to do it and they were begging me, mm. then I would probably be like, okay, but these are the rules. Mm. Um, but I would never like actively be like, I want you to be like mummy was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not- really in my yeah no No. and like who knows what pageants are going to be like by the time i have kids like they'll still be around oh definitely yeah i think there'll always be a place for them but if i compare how much has changed in like the past if i started when i was 13 i'm now 10 years ago (gasps) (laughs) 
I'm really sorry to anyone listening to this podcast that gets offended by me thinking I'm old. Oh my God. Because I know I'm not old. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's no. just because you're like, We're in not your old. head, I'm like, I'm still yeah, yeah, yeah. 17. No, so I said this in the first episode of season two. I was like saying how old I feel. And then I got myself in a hole because I was like, but if you're 13 and listen to this, you're not old. And then I was like, then- even 40, you know? Everyone says that apparently your 30s are the best. Yeah, this life. is what I said to Bronte last week. We're waiting. We're waiting for <laughs> yeah. the best time of my life. We're ready. Um, no, but we're not old. We're not old. No, we're not. We are both babies. We, we are. are. We are. Uh-huh. We're going to like literally look back on this time and be like, oh, look at the skin we had. I'm, I complain about my skin every day. Mm-hmm. So we need to just... Yeah, you know, no, I do get that. that. I mean, the Queen's just died. If there's not a wake-up call. If that's not a wake-up call. She was old. We're yeah. not old. No. <laughs> I was like, where is she no. going with this? I don't know. Um, so I've got here on my notes, I want to know about your childhood upbringing. Ooh, okay. So we're going to go right to the bottom. Right to the deep, deep. Yeah, or end. right to the star. Right to the star <laughs> of the book. Or bottom of the pile. Of Misha Grimes' novel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so would you say your upbringing was... Good, comfortable. Great. Great. I have no complaints. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. About my upbringing, I'm very aware that I had a very privileged upbringing, not because, like... I was bought this or bought that, but like I had a lovely house, I had a lovely family, it was really mm-hmm. close with my family, it was really close with my mum, we had a dog, I went Aww. to a good school. Like I'm very aware that I probably lived in a bit of a bubble when I was yeah, younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like a very, I wasn't a nervous kid because I was very confident, but I was a very scaredy cat kid. Like if you would have told my family that I would have moved to London and live in the city mm. when I was probably about 11 or 12, They'd be like, no, you're way too much of a scaredy cat. Like when I was younger, I would cry hearing ambulances. Oh, because I just couldn't cope. I was just such like I wouldn't let bubble. I was such a bubble and I was so scared of the world. And like we lived in like Surrey, so not far from London. Um, And my mom would like, you know, the windows that like you can open them like that much. And they've got like the connecting bit at the bottom so you can't open them anymore. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had those windows in my bedroom and I wouldn't let my mum leave them open at night because I thought someone was gonna break in Uh, through that tiny gap. Why do you think you were so scared? I don't know if it's because I was in the bubble and I had such a sheltered upbringing Mm -hmm. that I was kind of just like, almost like unaware of the world. So over analyzing the world. Like just over anxious. Yeah, like over scared. Like you weren't exposed to a lot of stimulus. Stimulus? Yeah, maybe. I'm not even sure, but I still think like it's still within me now. I'm not gonna lie. Is it? I'm I'm a warrior. Did you know what you wanted to be when you're older? Um, at a stage, I wanted to be a singer. I can't say. I love that. Yeah. Hannah Montana. Please tell me you went through that stage as well. I wanted to be a singer, but I think I wanted to be more of an actress. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That also went through that. Yeah, I like used to go to like acting auditions. Like I was on Disney Channel. What the hell? You were on Disney Channel. I was on Disney Channel. Shut the fuck. That's up. how you know like. No, you're joking. Like, like claims of fame. I'm like guys, I was on Disney Channel. Yeah, it was pretty for about four seconds, and I didn't speak. Oh my but god. I was on Disney I'm sitting next to a Disney Channel character. Wait, what? We need to know more about this. So basically, sorry, a lot of people probably don't even know what Disney Channel is. 
Because, like, my housemate, Anna, she didn't know what Disney Channel was. Like, she doesn't watch it. She never watched it. She wasn't the Disney Channel kid. And that made me so sad. I suppose if your family never had Sky... Yeah, I know. Then you... Because, you know, again, we were privileged to have Sky. And we didn't even realise it at the time. I still wish I had Sky now and I could go back and watch Disney Channel. I know, that's so raving. I don't even have Disney Plus. I really need to get on it. You need to get on it. Yeah. So tell me about your your experience on Disney Channel. What the hell? So... Who were you? Uh, it was in this thing called Get the Look. So oh this girl called God. Electra Formosa. She's probably like 35, 40 now. And they're like, who is this girl? Why is she talking about me? Um, and she used to do this like styling section. Right. So as a kid, to be fair, once I got out that I realized I can't sing, I wanted to be a uh-huh. stylist. Cause I was like, I love putting outfits together. Like they were, Fashionista. They were awful, but of course, I thought they were I mean, amazing. No, yeah. Um, and she had like a styling section in between shows on Disney Channel. Oh. So I was one of the like girls that she styled. Right. And I was fully going to this thinking, they're gonna fire her. And <laughs> fire <laughs> they're gonna want me. And like, I'm gonna run the styling show. It's like, babe, no. Oh, but I love the optimism. No. Oh. Oh, I had to. She was optimism. Optimism. She was optimistic from the start. Yeah, very very much so. (laughs) So was that? It was like two minutes. That was my three seconds of fame. (laughs) They spent longer trying to make me look younger. Oh, right. Because I think I was 15 at the time, they wanted me to look about 12. So that, that's basically the equivalent of going on like CBBS or something, like which was another one of my dreams. Yeah. Going on like like Art Attack. Art Attack. Best best friends. What's the best friends one where they had like four best friends and you do like the little tasks. I always used to want to go on uh, the Raven one. Raven, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Raven. And then what was the one with Dom and something in the oh. house with the switch? Oh, <sighs> Dom, Dick and Dom. Dick and Dom's Dick and, apartment Dick and Dom. Dick and Dom, I don't know. They were in a house, that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I know. Sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you didn't know what you wanted to be when you are older then? You just wanted to be a singer? Oh, I wanted to be a singer, then, uh, and then stylist. a stylist, but. And then, and now you're here. Yeah, you, I guess you've kind of got the stylist thing in. Well, that's the thing. Like, I I went on, like, shoots when I was probably about 16, 17 and would, like, assistant style. Wow. And I you've realized really I... been around, haven't you? You've done a lot. <laughs> <laughs> She's been around. Been around. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, before YouTube, I've never had an actual proper job. Or YouTube, Like, yeah. I was never oh. employed. Really? But like, I think I did quite a lot when I was younger of like creative right. stuff. So that's kind of why I never had the time uh-huh. to get like a job. And like, yeah, I'd get paid for stuff like when I do the assistant styling, but I wouldn't call it like a proper job. Like, yeah, wow. you know, I do it like once every like six months. It's no like nine to five job. No, wow. never. I guess that just means you're not you're not meant to. Like you're not meant to be a person to do that. Well, you I, know? I don't think I deal very well with Yeah, I, I'm the same. I'm not gonna lie. I'm the same. Yeah, you don't even have a manager, do you? No. Yeah. Little old me. Little old you, you're doing great though. Um, so I wanna go on to the topic of things. <laughs> 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 and basically, because you know that I've I've oh, gone yeah. through some shit. Yeah. And I know briefly that you've gone through some shit. Yeah. And I just want like every, everyone everyone who's listening, I feel like, you know, there's it's very common to go through yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. in terms of our relationship with food and stuff. So um, would you say like it's an ongoing thing for you or would you say that you've kind of got to the end of it? Or you've... So maybe controversial. I don't know that there's an end. This is, a, yeah, I feel like that's... And I don't know if people would say. get annoyed by me saying that. Mm. But being someone on the side of like dealing with it, like I think you choose every day to like be better, to yeah, yeah, yeah. get better, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I can't, see, sadly, I can't see a day where there isn't tiny little thoughts, yeah. but you just learn to ignore them better. Them. They come less frequent, et cetera, Quieter et cetera. as well in the head. Exactly, like, yeah. exactly. Um, but I mean, it's been like seven years. Yeah. And if I compare to where I've been along the journey, like uh-huh. I am the best I've ever been. And like, I wouldn't say right now that I yeah. suffer with an eating disorder, yeah. but I would still say that there are little thoughts in the back of my head yeah. that I'm challenging just str- just every day. Struggles and obstacles. Yeah, but I think everyone yeah. has them to some degree. I agree. Whether it's about food, whether it's about, you know, like your appearance, mm-hmm. like everyone has like their thing, mm-hmm. I'd say. I just think better. maybe m- more people acknowledge it than yeah. others. Yeah. 
maybe some people would just think it's like just how people think. Mm -hmm. Others would think it's like very loud thoughts that they that they just can't ignore. Like they're you know changing social plans just yeah. to try and like listen to these thoughts in their head and stuff like that. But would you say like the the pageants and stuff like fueled that? Or would you say it was before? It's difficult because yeah. the time that I was at my worst, I was competing in pageants, but I don't think that's the cold print. Mm. Cold, no, what's the word? Not cold print, culprit. That's, culprit. That's the word I was looking <laughs> for. So I, I think I would have yeah. got there whether I was doing pageants Yeah, or yeah, not. yeah. I think I was predispositioned. Yeah. And I know it doesn't sound glamorous or nice or anything like that, yeah. but I always think it was within me and I think it probably came about at a quicker rate maybe because mm. I was judging myself but at the end of the day like they didn't care about your weight they didn't like everyone was telling me in pageants that I need to gain weight but I still yeah. thought in my head to win yeah I need to be the skinniest girl up on stage yeah and yeah. I was by a mile Every time I competed, uh. because I was so underweight, but I still thought, no, I need to, mm. I need to. So I think it, it wasn't the cause, but I think because of my headspace, mm -hmm. it probably didn't help the situation. But I also think I've benefited so much from pageants yeah. in the rest of my life that like I don't hold a grudge with it. Yeah, like I might have got there anyway through the acting, for like all of the things that I took an interest in, were very much things that you self-reflect and you look at your yeah. own body and you compare yourself to others, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I think I was kind of probably always gonna go down that path and it maybe just sped it up a mm -hmm. little bit. I guess like also when you're winning pageants and in your head that your focus is being skinny, that's gonna reinforce the fact that it's good to be skinny because then it's more like you win or something like that. Well, there's this thing within pageants of people say like, what's the, I can't remember the saying, but basically all these people would lose weight for the title and then they would just go back to a healthy weight after really? and like obviously i don't necessarily agree with the whole like cutting and having a massive diet mm. but i didn't seem to get the going back to the normal after right. like i just saw it as it's like what you say about like cancelling social plans so i don't feel like i lived my 18 year old yes. life because I was worried yeah. about calories that I yeah. would have or everything yeah. like that. So it is sad when I look back at it, but I think I'm making up for it now. Yeah. How did, how would you like, like, would you say there's a point, like there was a turning point for you? It's weird because I think I, I mean, I never got officially diagnosed. I don't know about no, you. No, I didn't, no. Yeah, which again, I think is a bit of a gray area on the internet because mm. some people don't think that you should, but I'm like, I, I don't think you need a diagnosis. But I think a lot of people avoid going to doctors and then also i saw someone say that it almost then seems like it's an achievement because if we think mm. about our eating disorder brain i remember i used to google what are the symptoms of an eating disorder yeah. and would almost like in my head be like a tick list really see yeah. i was the opposite i was like oh my god i'm scared no no no, and i just like avoid, avoid see avoid, i avoid. think i think i almost wanted wow. i think that also comes from the all girls school yeah because again that was another element of competition like, yeah like, like oh i'm the smallest in the class like yeah. which is Honestly, like wow. wild to think about yeah. that now in that respect. Um, what was I saying? I can't even remember. You were saying, so, oh yeah, so it was our turning point. Oh, so turning point. I had started YouTube being the weight that everybody thought that I was naturally. Mm -hmm. So the world didn't know that actually I was severely underweight. Literally like me. And I had an eating disorder. Yeah. So everyone okay. just thought, that's what she looks like. Yeah. Like all of my YouTube comments used to be like, um, oh, she looks amazing. Like, how do you stay so slim? Oh, yeah, when yeah, like, yeah. when I post on my stories that I eat, but like what people wouldn't have been seeing was the fact that I might go out for one meal and eat like 5,000 calories in that one meal, but then I would hardly yeah, eat for the rest yeah, of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, how do you keep your figure? Like blah, 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 oh, blah. And oh. all of these things were all going on, but I was obviously, showing not half very, of it not even very good at hiding it because yeah. at that point i don't think i realized yeah. like i just thought it was normal and like people would comment being like you look severely underweight and i'd like laugh like i'd think they're crazy oh, i'd be God. like what like i lost my period for two years and i remember a family member being like to my mum like do you think it's her weight and oh. we were like no we 
Oh, so even know. your family were like that as well? Yeah, so my mum was very unaware. Wow. Yeah, which I think she probably feels a little bit of guilt. Oh, bless her. Now. But she was going through her own issues right. as well. And I feel like they coincided with uh-huh. each other. Yeah. So I, she was probably a, a bit blindsided Blind. yeah, yeah, yeah. by her situation. And we both were in the same boat. So yeah, both yeah. It was even more normal because mm. you're both doing it. Um, but like, again, I hold no resentment towards no. any of my family for not calling me out yeah. because they wouldn't have realized. Yeah. Like I, I was very good at like doing it my way. That's the and thing, it can be very, very secretive. Exactly. And you learn to like, manipulate a lot of people or just like pretend yeah and it's the easiest part and i think again because i was slim and i think the thing was i i think i first suffered with my eating disorder when i was probably about 14 15 mm-hmm. and i'd always been a very slim child like a slim build so then thing, i yeah. think i got away with it yeah because it was like she's just built like that yeah rather than oh actually she's really malnourished so she hasn't actually gone through her growth spurt and she hasn't got boobs and she hasn't oh progressed God, yeah. and she hasn't etc etc so i feel like that's kind of how yeah it was kind of like oh i can yeah. you know i can kind of trick this Dodge so it, it. it just looks like that's just what i'm built like so for the past like however many years i have not known what my body naturally, naturally sits, sits at yeah. like i've had absolutely no clue because i never got that stage because mm. it happened so like young into my teens. Yeah. Um, and then obviously started YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. And after maybe about three or four years, started getting invited to all these events, all these press trips, all these travels. Mm-hmm. And I've gone from being the girl that didn't do anything, filmed her videos at home, was by herself, could control what she yeah, was eating. Yeah, very strict. In her very routine. strict to suddenly, I am going here, there, and everywhere. I'm being given drinks. I'm being given food. Oh, yeah. A lot of unknown. L- and I'm loving it. I'm taking wow. every single bit of food, every single drink, every excuse yeah. to eat, to drink, to everything. And I think in that, uh-huh. I then created a binge eating disorder. Oh. Because I literally couldn't I stop myself. That. Like, I feel like I went from not eating to I have to eat everything in sight because I don't know when someone's yeah. going to take it away from me. Wow, yeah. And I don't think I realised that I had a binge eating disorder until maybe like a year ago. Mm. And someone that I knew was going through something similar and I was like, oh, that's probably that's mm. probably what was going on in that stage of my life. Mm-hmm. Because I gained a lot of weight mm-hmm. in a very short span of time because my body was like, yeah, oh, like what's, what's going, going on, here? on? Yeah, But then also which you'll probably relate to somewhat, that was all over the internet. Yeah. But it wasn't like I was- binge eating? No, my big weight gain. Oh, I see. And I don't mean big weight gain, but as in like from where I was- Just a very big change. Very big change. And to have the whole of the internet think that you're naturally just this slim girl to then no longer fitting in that stereotype that they had for you was- so difficult because if I'm already struggling with what I see in the mirror and my disordered thinking is still wishing I was like my 15 year old self Mm. when it's like Misha you're 19 years old now you can't look like that I'm growing up get that now yeah Uh, but I didn't then this is Paige the co-host of Giggly Squad and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So to have gone from, and I remember it being like halls and at the beginning of my channel, obviously like you'd say what size something was and it was probably also because I wanted everyone to know that, you know, I was wearing the size four or the size six was too big for me, mm. et cetera, et cetera. And then suddenly, however long time has passed and I'm suddenly buying size 10s and size 12s, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Mm. But because there'd been a change in a certain amount of time, everyone felt like they had the right to comment. Oh my God. And like, if I bought something that was like a size six or a size eight, people would comment being like, fatty, stop lying to yourself. Like <gasps> you're not a size six anymore. Like maybe you were a few <gasps> years ago. You're joking. It was bad. It was so bad. The cheek that people have when they're literally like Honestly, behind the screen. Literally. And like, obviously I was going through it in my head what was like the worst time ever. And I think I was almost using alcohol to like, get through it like oh. I, I I was never an alcoholic like I never relied on alcohol but I knew that if I went out on a Friday night and I got really drunk yeah. I'd have so much more confidence I'd feel better about myself and the next morning I'd be hungover and not thinking about how I look guilt or whatever yeah, yeah. and then I'd be um, having an excuse of being hungover mm. so I need to eat a load of crap mm. so see the cycle yeah and it even got to the point where I think obviously because my parents had watched me do the reverse. Yeah. They kind of, like, I remember my dad being like, Misha, I'm a bit like worried about you. Oh, because, so he could tell. He yeah. Could well, yeah, I think he could see that like, I was just saying yes to everything. I was drinking at every opportunity that was like a social event. Yeah. And it's still not a lot, like, you know, but. I guess like from what you used to be like and what you used to be doing, it was a big change. Yeah. And obviously for my family, that was probably also like, oh, but you've been like this for the yeah. past many years of your life. How are you suddenly? And I feel like in my own body and in my own head, it was like my rebellion against my eating disorder. Right. But then it became a whole new, a whole eating new eating disorder yeah. and a whole different way of looking at things. Yeah. And um, I'm not even sure when the point hit. Like I know that before COVID in like January of before COVID, I was with my ex-boyfriend and I didn't like the way that I looked. I was unhappy in the way that I looked. And I remember making a YouTube video, like talking about that. And it was the first time that I'd mentioned my weight gain online because I'd never spoken about it before. Yeah. And everyone was then being lovely because I'd, I'd spoken about it and you know. You weren't, I guess, hiding anything. Yeah, exactly. And um, that didn't definitely fix it. Like no. I definitely went through more, like when, especially when you're doing something and somebody else is telling you what to do, yeah. it doesn't work. No. Like it doesn't work at all. Um, but since then, dump the boyfriend. <laughs> See you later. Joking. Um, I definitely didn't say He that. won't be listening. <laughs> Don't worry. You never know. Um, it's been two years. So not, not even two years, like two and a half, three years. Oh, wow. Um, wild. Yeah. And um, I think I then had that like whole, like, you know, like breakup. Like, I need to focus yeah, on myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, amazing. What's it called? Like, breakup? Like, glow up? Glow up. No. It, it is a glow up, is it though, but it's not... The breakup glow up. Is that what it is? There is a phrase. Co the coming back to the I just think it's thing. the whole, and like, it doesn't even need to be that like, you lose weight or you change your hair or anything. I think it's just that mentality of, I'm gonna focus yeah, on yeah, me. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm gonna focus on what makes me happy. Mm. And I feel like that's where I learned, because also we couldn't go out. We couldn't yeah. do this, we couldn't do that. So I had to learn what food would yeah. make me feel good, what yeah. food wouldn't, what food I wanted when, and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So I feel like during COVID, 
I went through like a whole experience of all of it. And Trial I and think, error sort of thing. And then I remember still going through major patches. Like I am someone that when like I'm anxious or when I'm upset, like it does reflect. Yeah. And I wish it didn't. Like I wish I could still keep my eating to a certain level. But everyone has everyone, like their weak spots. Yeah. Um, but now it's been what, like, how many years has it been since COVID started? Like two. Longer than that, I swear. COVID started at 22, didn't it? Yeah, but like two and a half. Or like two and a two, bit. Two, yeah. Two and a bit. Um, oh. But now I feel like I had that whole process. I went through so many stages during all of it. And now I'm kind of just at the point where it's like the happy medium, right. I would say. The happy medium between both of those yeah. people. They, they found a balance yeah. between each other. Yeah. And that that's... It's really interesting today. because I thought before I gained weight... I was scared to gain weight because I was like, what if my weight gain doesn't finish? Like, what if I pick up these habits uh -huh. of like binge-like habits mm -hmm. where like I'm getting, like I'm exposing myself to more food than like, oh, this is nice, I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And obviously after so many years of restriction, it it's very likely for it to go in the other direction yeah. because that just naturally happens. Like you, you restrict for so long yeah. and then you're like, it's you're all exposed to more approach. food. Yeah, and then yeah. you're like, oh, may as well just have more food. Cause like, why not? Yeah. So I thought I was gonna go down that road, like the binging road. I haven't even said this before. Um, but I don't know how I haven't. Like- I think it's because it was not a controlled environment. Yeah. But because you had someone guiding you yeah, I guess along so. the way. I guess and I think so. that helps. And that's what you will be for other people. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, like you're their guide. I even thought like by living by myself, I'd think maybe I'd pick up certain habits. Like maybe because mm -hmm. I'm by myself, mm -hmm. there's more control. Yeah. And I was a little bit apprehensive about that. But again, like I've noticed when there's little weak points that I have, like say I'm hungover uh -huh. or like I come back from holiday and I'm feeling just really lethargic. Like this yeah. whole week since coming back, I'm just being like, ugh, really just meh in myself. But yeah, I know when to take more notice of that and of my own mental health and to not go down that road. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I have more time to myself. It's like you see like, the red flags. You see the red you flags. See, you see the flags. They're a bit in the <laughs> They're waving in. Right they're the waving. Face. They're waving around. And you're like, no, road's closed. Road's closed. <laughs> not going down this road. <laughs> Literally. Turn around. I think I might start using that analogy. I actually quite like yeah, that. So, should, we, should we trademark Just, it? I'll be like, Misha, no. <laughs> it's a flag day. <laughs> yeah, if we ever post on our story saying it's a red flag day. I actually like that. Yeah. I think we're going to do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> call it red flag this episode um <laughs> red flags <laughs> one big red flag um what's a red flag for you rudeness like you know when you go to a restaurant yeah um, say like a waiter or a waitress like gave you a drink if someone doesn't say thank you oh, i think i'd have to spit in their what drink about, what about if they just sent something back they're like this, if they this... had a right, if like it was cold, because like I am that person. Okay, so if it's like, cold, you'd send it back. If it's cold, but I'm so polite. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but like I paid for this food. I want it to be warm. I, I want to enjoy but, it. But like, how cold are we talking here? Like, you know, when your fries are like freezing cold. Yeah. I I will. Yeah, I just can't. Fake cringes. I just can't. Like, yeah, I cringe. No. I literally cringe. Like I was at um after dinner in Porto. And like, I think my friend just doesn't have a filter. She will just literally say yeah. whatever. And I can't even remember what it was about, but I literally was just like hiding behind my hand. I, was like, I, I think there's a way I to can't. do it though. Like as long as you're polite, like my mum, we always say like, she's such a pain in the ass, Yeah. but she does it so nicely. Like you can't really be annoyed at her. But not in a patronizing way. No, not in the slightest. Yeah, yeah, like it's good. like, she's always been like, I'm so sorry. And I think I picked yeah, up yeah, those. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like you're apologizing for the fact that your food's gone. Yeah, true. And you're really sorry that true. you want it to be warm. Sorry the fact that I'm having to tell this to you. I guess that's the thing. Like if you're getting angry at the waitress or the waiter. Who's it's not their fault. Only the messenger, yeah. Literally. So you can't be angry at that. So that, as I say, that's a red flag. I say that's a red flag. I think for a red, a red flag for me is like if they oh there's too many red flags oh there's so many I'm red just trying to think of all the guys See, that I've I dated in the ics. past because they're all red flags oh yeah we always use icks like I literally will tell my I boyfriend that he's different. an ick if <sighs> they are but I think I now because I'm in a relationship I look at icks more than I look at red flags oh uh, okay yeah 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 I guess because I'm like oh my god that's so icky yeah but yeah like, I don't not love you because you've you've icked me out yeah no true but the thing is with an ick that's an all that's like a 
that's it. I don't fancy anyone. But the red flag, I probably still fancy them. See, it should be the other it way around. It makes me fancy them more. The red flag should be, I'm <laughs> running. I know. The ick should be like, oh, it's your quirk. <laughs> oh, it's your quirk, it's your personality. Yeah, oh, the little pop sockets. They just, what are they called? You know, not pop sockets. <laughs> what are they called? The little pop socks. <laughs> I'm just doing this. I don't know Do why. You mean the this. socks that are like the socks that I hate them. that is. An, I can't run no, away from that. Don't, no, I have to wears them. That. It's awful. It's fine when he's got shoes on, but then when he's walking around the flat with the little, I'm like, <gasps> and like the little hair, like the hairy feet as well. Oh, like. the hair, the toe hairs coming out, like sticking out. Sorry, boyfriend. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Um. Anyway, moving on. Millie's really enjoying the single life, as you can tell. <laughs> Twenty-four years of single life. That is wild. It is mad. But I mad. think also it's good because... Everyone says this, but I'm like, I think you're just saying that to try and make you feel better. No, but like, <laughs> you're not going to now waste your time. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've waited. I know. You're not just going to accept anyone. Because then I it would know. be a, then you'd be a pissing off then younger I, Millie. Yeah, 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 I would be. I, I would be the red flag. I also think because we went through the whole eating disorder, mm-hmm. I don't think there's time in that no. for a relationship. Uh, when I was at my worst, I was not in a relationship no, I agree. because I wouldn't have been able to. Because I'd have been, like, if I had a boyfriend, I'd have to eat at his. Yeah, and I wouldn't be in control, of, like literally. Yeah. So when did you get your first boyfriend? So my boyfriend's timings were. Yeah. I had one f- basically before Jake. None of them had lasted over a year. So <laughs> I mean, I'd say that's like so even months is quite long. There was one from like sixteen to seventeen. Sixteen then... to seventeen. So that was still during your eating disorder phase. <sighs> Yeah, but I think it got worse after. Right. So I think it was there, but also like on the surface. You were very young at that stage, so like I'd maybe see him once a week. Right. And okay. it'd be yeah, around yeah, each other's houses. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? So like you mm. could kind of like get away with mm, that. True. Um, and then maybe like nineteen to twenty. Uh huh. And then I've been with Jake since I was twenty-one, and I'm now twenty-three. Right. Yeah, so we made it past the two-year mark. Oh, that's good. First time for everything. As in, we've been together for two years. Oh, so that's like... That's like my biggest achievement. That's a milestone. That's a big milestone for me. Congratulations. When's your anniversary? Oh. Bit more, bit morbid. Um, might as well bring this in now. Um, So basically, our anniversary is the 17th of July. Yeah. But we are no longer celebrating yet on the anniversary because (laughs) that's a really lower tone and I'm really sorry that I laugh I really I really hate that I laugh it's just my way it's my way of coping with grief okay um which gives you an insight into what I'm about to say um the like last bit of time that I spent with my dad before he passed away in hospital with him was on the 17th was on our one year anniversary so like I spent the whole night, I looked after him for the whole night and day I slept in the hospital oh. and that was on the 17th. So obviously we didn't celebrate it the first year. I was a bit busy in hospital. Oh. And then we were supposed to celebrate it this year. I just woke up and cried the whole day. Yeah. I just couldn't do it because it just brought back all yeah. the memories. Oh God, it's gonna so we've moved it. Yeah. I think we're gonna actually move it to the first time he told me that he loved me. So it's actually gonna Aww. be sooner. Um, so, so that's fine. Well, well, but maybe by our third year anniversary, we'll actually celebrate it. Because so far we have not celebrated an anniversary. I guess you could celebrate like love. Yeah. Exactly. And obviously there's and so much love. They're not a big that. deal, are they? Like anniversaries. Like yeah, obviously that's so true. Like you've I'd, got many more to come. You've got like, many. You can like, make you know, up for engagement it in the or wedding anniversary. That's exactly. A bit more. Exactly. Sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Rather than like a random day. Yeah. Whilst we're led in bed, and he was like. Would I, I can't remember his wording, but I think it was like, would I do that if um, I wanted you to be my girlfriend? <laughs> we just led in bed. <laughs> what a smooth Ooh. character. But would I do that if I let you be my girlfriend? Like, I let you be my, is that what he said? If I let you be my no, girlfriend? Would, then would I be asking you to be my girlfriend, I think was the Oh, word. then would I? I can't remember. He said a really weird way of like telling me that he loved me the first time and asked me to be his girlfriend. And I always wish I wrote it down because we would laugh at it now. Like, Aww. it was such like a roundabout way. Of, like, <laughs> and you're just like, oh my God, yeah. And you know what? The I love you thing is actually comical. What? I think Probably. he like started a new job or something and I got him a card. And we've probably been together for like, Two and a half months. But okay. like I was hook, line, and sinker the minute I met. Oh that yeah, boy. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I Oh head of hills. And um 
By the way, for the podcast that literally didn't see that, I did like a little like, you know, like, a, what is it? Like a dying swan or like a little like, I don't know. I guess it's a, a dying, yeah. yeah. So, I call it like a fish. A fish? You call that a fish? You know when you like lift your hands up over your head and like tip your head back? I just like, like oh. Swan, like, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or like a dramatic moment. <laughs> um, and basically I got him this card and I wrote at the bottom of the card because we'd like tinkered around the word, but like, okay. like jokingly, like uh-huh. been like, oh Have yeah. Have little word. Like- but like, we didn't actually ever say it. So I wrote it in this card and put it at the bottom saying like, P.S. I love you. Oh. And so this was before he'd even said it. Brave. Oh my God, wow, very brave. No, no, he read the card and he never saw it. He never said anything. Oh my God, stop. He read the card. What do you mean? I can't remember what the card was for, but he read the card and then he just- So he read it, it. So yeah. he did see it. Well, no. So then, when he left the room, I got a pen and I scribbled out the love <laughs> and, I wrote, and I wrote hate because <laughs> I'm so dramatic. <gasps> he never saw it. After he then told me, like maybe like a week later that he loved me, I told him the whole situation. He was oh, like, so he literally. So he it. must have skim read my card. How rude! Oh, little bitch. Him. Oh, maybe he just can't read. <laughs> maybe he's dyslexic. <laughs> he actually is. Oh. So am I. Well, there we go. I should never. <laughs> But yeah, so he still has that card, and oh, it does still, he? That's actually it has sweet. love scribbled out, and it says hey. <laughs> so he, so the week after, he then said, "I love you." Yeah, but I, my theory is that he saw that, and then he thought, "Okay, I'm ready now to say it." Cause I want to, I want to be the first person to say it. See, I genuinely, from his reaction, he just didn't read it. No, he just. I think also think about the bottom of a card. Like you do skim read that bit. You just look at the name. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm not excusing him. It's yeah. shit, shit behaviour. I'm not excusing him. But it's funny. It's a red flag. It's a funny story. So so how was that? The love you've bit? Was it like, was it like intimate? Was it like romantic, rom-com? No, rom-com. but I don't think I could. Now I like, don't think I could. Was it like you were saying each other's eyes and you're like, I love you. Oh my God, don't <laughs> make me feel sick. No, absolutely not. I think it was just like, oh. Yeah, I'm love. It's on my chest now. Yeah, exactly. What does love feel like? <laughs> so do you don't you don't think you've been in love? I don't think I've no. I think there's obviously been lust, not love. Yeah, I get that. I think it's very difficult though because like, I think back to like previous boyfriends. I think now, and I'm like, did I love them? Because mm-hmm. I thought I loved them at the time, but then the love that I have now is very different. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think you can measure it. So then you can only feel it, but then how do you know what you feel is the same as what somebody else? Exactly. I, I go down, I go down the big old spiral yeah. when it comes to this. Because also like the love I have for my family is very different to the love that I have for Jake, but then it's oh, also very so similar different. in some ways. Is it? Yeah. See, the love I have, like, <laughs> the love I have for my dogs, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing beats it. Like I what, love so if my there was dog. A, This is a really horrible question. If there was a fire and you could only save one person, you would choose your dogs over your family? Oh. No, I couldn't. Exactly. But so you love your family more than your dogs. I do, but the love I have for my dogs is different. Yeah, of course. The love I have to my family. Yeah. So, I think obviously I've been in love with dogs and family. <laughs> but trust me, it's very different. But I, think I, I love say my dog. Very but I don't love my dog the same that I love my boyfriend. Yeah, very different. So you thought you thought with your first boyfriend that you you fell in love, or second boyfriend, let's say. Yeah, I don't think first boyfriend. Probably second boyfriend. Second boyfriend, and then. And then you've realized that that wasn't love because you felt this love. But then I don't know. But then you don't know. I don't know. That could have been love because at that point I thought it was love. Unless it's like a maturing thing. What do they say? Like they have like the three types of love in your life. Oh, I don't know that. And yeah, there's like an article on it. And I think the first one's like young love. Young second love. one's toxic love. And then the third one's like the forever. Right. Okay. Wait, uh, to be honest, I've covered all three. So I'm yeah. hoping that we're on the final one now, I don't have to, you know. Yeah, toxic love. That's what I think I felt. Sorry, I thought you were saying that's the one that I was <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no, thank you. Your okay, face. Yeah, so you've had, yeah, no, that's fine though. Yeah. And your next one can be. What's the other love? Relationship love. Like forever love. Forever love. Yeah. So that's not family love? No, these are like the three loves of your life as in like, like people that you like date. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of loves. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Google right. it. It's actually okay. really interesting to read about it. Um, that is actually very interesting. What's your love language? <sighs> Just looking at. So, um, acts of service. Mm-hmm. And so this is what you give or you receive? Give. Uh-huh. I 
I'm really bad at just wanting to do everything for people. Mm-hmm. Um, cooking, I, that's kind of acts of service because you're cooking a meal, mm-hmm. and then like acts affection. Oh, okay, you like affection. Yeah, I'm I'm a cuddly part. I would literally sleep mm, like entwined. See, I think because of my upbringing, I'm not affectionate person. Really? But I want the affection. Like okay. I want that. I want to receive. You that. don't want to give. I don't. But give. you want to receive. because yeah. you want to feel loved. Yeah. But you're not necessarily comfortable enough to. Yeah. But that's that's that, that something I'm gonna have to break down, obviously. Yeah, of course. But the right person will come along and will, and then you all you want to do is cuddle them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, true. But like, I'm that person that gets offended. If mm. I if Jake's about to leave the house and doesn't give me a kiss, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, ah, 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 you missed something. I was like, where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> he just walks in and he's like, yeah, <laughs> thank you. You can oh, go on with your day him. now. Yeah, you've done your deed now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank, thank you. Next, <laughs> thank you. Um, okay, so we're gonna finish off the podcast with some questions that the listeners have okay. given him. Okay, this is a bit I'm scared for. So I mean, to be fair, they're quite. <laughs> Random. Some, they're quite random. They always are. <laughs> One of the questions is, I don't know. Okay, so I asked. <laughs> okay, the laugh is. I asked. <laughs> I asked on Real Ghost Radio Instagram questions you'd like to ask Misha. I feel like people like probably put you. Who is she? Who's <laughs> <laughs> this bitch? But the first question that came in was, how do you avoid a camel toe wearing leggings? Oh my god. <laughs> they want you to answer this. Like they're like they no, thought. Sorry, but people actually ask that all the time. Really? To you? Yeah. What is it? What is it? <laughs> Why are people <laughs> looking down there? Are you? Why? I don't know. Wait, so I how would you answer the gap? Would you answer the question? I just don't get a camel toe. <laughs> so why? How? I don't know. You ask knickers. science. Oh, biology. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. There's literally like one or two pairs of legs oh. that I get a camel toe in. I don't know who this. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm really sorry. I can't help. With can't this. answer that question. No. People, um, did you wear no pants? I used to not. I used to go to commando. <laughs> I used to go to commando, and now I'm like, I, I can't respect do that. anyone that goes to commando. I, I respect it wholeheartedly. I don't know how I managed to, but. It gives me the fear. And like people are always like, oh my God, like you can see your pants in your leggings, like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, guys, I want everyone to know I'm wearing underwear. Yeah. Like okay. I want to walk in the street and if I'm in my skin tight leggings, I want people to really? see that I am wearing You pants. want people to see your VPL? I would rather people know that I'm wearing pants than think that mm. I'm not because then people's sick little minds will be like, oh, oh I think, oh, I think, oh no. I, I just, would rather people see my I pants. would rather know VPL pants. Sorry, we've got a difference <laughs> of opinion there. So you'd rather see? So, but I can't see your pants in this dress. You would be able, like a bit. I really can't. Yeah, it's from behind you can because I think it like nips you at behind. Yeah, you can kind of see. It. Yeah, so I I wouldn't go commando anymore. I would Absolutely love to. Absolutely not. I, just, I, I still get a fear, even when I'm wearing pants. That's <laughs> something <laughs> bad. I think every girl gets that fear. <laughs> I went to the gym today. I was wearing like grey leggings. I was like, this is actually not good. It's any light colour. Yeah. If it's light. not black, there's a certain level of fear. It's hard. Or if it's not like patterned, because I think with pattern you can kind of get away with it. Yeah, true, true. Like a bit of like the gym shark adapt camo. Yeah. Or gym shark adapt butterfly. Link and buy. Joking. Um. Anyway, okay. So I think they adapt camo. Are those? Is that the one that I like? Yeah, you wear that a lot. Yeah, those are the ones that actually stay on your thighs. Yeah, yeah. yeah really I wear long. them running. They're really yeah, yeah, good. yeah. They are good. I'm literally just ordering the brown ones. Oh, the new ones. Yeah, I like that. Um, another question. Someone's asked, when you're feeling low, how do you pick yourself up? Have a bath. Oh, you're a bath girl. I'm that person. I've become a bath girl in probably mm. like the last three months. Any issues in my life, have a bath. Have a bath. Not a bath girl. I think my sister has instilled it in me yeah. because whenever I've been upset, cold, tired, mm. emotional, mm. have a bath. Have a bath, Mish. Have a bath. It's the answer to everything. Yeah. yeah. So you're not a bath girl. I would like to be a bath girl. When I'm in the bath, I'm a bath girl. Okay. But I think it's before. I'm just I think when you haven't had a lot of baths, you're like, oh, it's, it's so effort. much effort. Yeah. But then actually, because I've pretty much been having a bath every single day, mm. which <gasps> my water gonna yeah, be. Yeah, really bad. I probably have a bath like three or four times a week. Oh my God. So you bathe in your dirty water? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, because I have a shower in the morning. Right. So like, do you wake up and have a shower the minute you wake up? Yeah. See, I don't. Because I have a bath before I go to bed. Right. Then I wake up and then I go but your But ba- you're bathing in dirty water. Like, you don't shower after the bath. No, no, no. no. But some people do that. 
Some people bath and then, then shower. Oh, there's not enough in the water bill. No, so <laughs> I wake up and I don't have a shower the first thing as I wake up because I go straight to the gym. So then I'm like, why would I have a shower before I'm about mm, to sweat yeah. in the gym? So then I'll sweat in the gym, come home, have a shower. Right, that's good to That's know. maybe at like... <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't know where you're going to go with That's that maybe one. at like 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, uh-huh. by the time I finish the gym workout. Uh. I'm really like making myself sound like I'm very productive <laughs> with my hours. Sometimes it might be two o'clock. And then live my day, go about my day, and then like oh. six, seven o'clock, I'll have a bath. I see. So you're sleeping in dirt, waking no, up, I'm not going sleeping to sleep in dirt because I'm having a bath before I go to bed. <laughs> Do you have bubble bath? Yeah, to be fair, yeah. but I'm not very good at it. It's never that bubbly. All right, well maybe Bronte slags me off for how crap my baths are. <laughs> Why are they so? Because I sit there with the lights bright on. Oh god, no you're doing it wrong. I literally sit there. If you need if you're having a bath, you're going to all that effort to have a bath. You need to do it right. I literally sit there in broad daylight. In the bright light, bright bathroom lights <laughs> like on. staring at the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I showed Bronte a photo of one. She was like, you can never have a bath like that again. So what, what's the upgrade then? What are we, so what are now we, we now? get some ambiance. Okay. You know, we light the Music. candles. Oh, the candles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bubble bath. Yeah. That is Maybe it. Maybe a lush High bath. Oh, really oh, yeah. Feeling cheap. And it goes on your hair. Oh, I don't wash my hair in the bath. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, like, when you were younger? <laughs> I used to, like, slide up and down in the bath. She'd be like, woo! <laughs> and as long as I'd always, like, hit my head on, like, the actual bath thing itself. <laughs> I think I used to play mermaids in the bath. Oh, yeah, that was it, mermaids. Yeah. Oh, what a time to be alive. No. Okay, last question, then we're going to have to... Wrap this finish. up. Yeah. Um. So, oh, oh, A little dilemma, ooh, actually. Oh. First dilemma of the podcast. Ooh. Me and my best friend no longer speak. Ooh. It's been a year and I still get so upset. Any advice? Is she really your best friend if you haven't spoken in a year? I get this because I've been through this. Have you Yay. been through this? Right. I've been through this. It was during school. I had a best friend. We were inseparable. And now we're no longer best friends. We don't speak at mm-hmm. all. And But the thing is, I think that ended because... She was trying to help reach out to my family about my eating disorder. Mm-hmm. I went a bit crazy. Yeah. I thought she was like attacking me, going behind my back, doing yeah. all this shit. Yeah. And I became a horrible person. And I didn't want to be your friend. But that's very grown up of you to be able to speak about it and be like, I was to blame. Because I don't think many yeah. people would do that. Not many people would be like, I'm the reason mm. that it broke down. Yeah. But I do think, like, having been through two breakups and having been through. I'd say probably like one actual friendship breakup that like was a big hurt, thing. Like yeah. shit. Um, I think the friendship breakups are so much harder. They are. So <laughs> she's an expert over her. They are. Like honestly. And yeah. I get the whole like a year later still calling them your best friend even though you don't really speak. Because mm. I went through that and I was waiting for it to come around and everything to be better and suddenly us yeah. to be best friends again. And it never happened. And I think it took me after the year. It was literally like, why am I wasting my time? I don't even want to be friends with them anymore. Yeah. Like, no, we're different people. We're yeah, different that's lives. the thing. But it's difficult. I'm it, not going to lie. Like, I think if you're not, like, I don't know. I've had arguments with my best friend or, you know, a couple of best friends. But there's this one best friend that I just always talk to. And, like, we, we clash sometimes. Mm-hmm. But we always come, like, we always make up. Yeah. So... For you to then, you know, not speak for let's say a year, I guess it just does mean that you're not really meant to. Yeah, you're not on the same path. You're not on the same anymore. path. Yeah, what's that saying again? Of like friends are there for a lifetime, a lesson, uh, something, something. I've been oh, having so okay. many quotes that I don't know half the words. Wow. From. I'm really well, sorry. Well, you need to save one for the end of the podcast. Yeah. Maybe I'll actually know the whole quote. Maybe you should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's hard. But just think you're probably better off about them, even if it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it in the moment. You'll look back in the future. In the future, no. Look in the future, you'll look yeah, back yeah, yeah. and you'll be like, <laughs> that was a good thing for me. I didn't need that person in my life anymore. I guess it just depends on why you why you don't speak. Yeah. Like, what is the reason? Is if, it, I also think, like, if there's anything that you feel like you need to say to be able mm, to move on, then do it. Be the bigger person. Yeah. Always be the bigger person. You won't regret doing that. Agreed. Um. Okay, so to end the podcast, we're going to do a little quote. Okay, let me... Um. So, my quote... <clears throat> I need to do that for so long. Wow. 
Okay, my quote is, your life isn't yours if you always care what others think. Simple. Lovely. Your life isn't yours if yeah. you care what, if you're living for others, like it's not yours. So true. Not your life. So true. So that's that. Um, mine is actually, here's a picture. Um, we were in a bar and her Oh, is this actually your, oh my God, let me this see This is actually my mirror. <gasps> so when we were in this bar in Havar with me and my two best friends, um, each of the cocktails came with a little note with a quote and I kept it and I found it in my phone case the other day. Oh my God. So now it's on my mirror and it says the worst waste, wait, sorry, the writing's very difficult to read. The worst wasted of days is one without laughter. Yeah. The worst waste of a day, it should the be. The worst waste of a day is one without laughter. laughter. So a day that you don't laugh yeah. is a wasted day. Yeah. I thought that was quite helpful. Yeah. Quite sweet. I guess it's always good to laugh every day. Do you think you laugh every day? I think I, I think I do. Day. I never used to. That makes me sad. Well, yeah. We need to sort of shit in there. Yeah. But now I laugh so much. Yeah. Now I'm actually a very laughable person. <laughs> Why does this make me think of like, you know, when people do like a fake laugh? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you think that's me? No, <laughs> but because we're talking about love, I feel like we need to have a laugh going on. I'm like, um, I, I love laughing, but my one big thing I hate about myself is my laugh. Like no. I hate it so that's much. Not allowed. I think it's actually a red flag. I no. do. I think guys hear me laugh and they're like, Pfft. absolutely yeah. not. Everyone's to be fair. I actually one of my old school best friends. She had a laugh like Jimmy Carr. And oh was, yeah, that's quite. Bad, it was brilliant. It? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Love you so much. Have you enjoyed yourself? I have to. Yeah. It's been. You very... seem. You seem quite hesitant when you say that. <laughs> I have. <to>. Absolutely <laughs> not. Ignore her. Uh, Ignore her every single second. No, it's been very nice. Very yeah. nice. Thank you for having well, me. That's good. I'll leave all your handles and everything in the in the bio, guys. She's a great host, guys. Oh well, I should have brought a drink or something. Cheers. Next time. Cheers. 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 Ed, cheers. <laughs> all right. Well, love you guys. Thank you for listening, and make sure you share and tag us and everything. Bye. I guess. Yeah. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I always just, I always just clap when I. Cut. Yay. Sorry you had to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Well, not.